Yo, welcome to Friends with Davey. What's up, y'all? It's me, your boy, Davey Jackson, in studio. And with me, as always, producer Joshua Cabaza. Producer Josh, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, what's up? It did, 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 oh, fuck. I've, I've, got the, I've got the sound on my computer up, and yep. I just heard the theme song playing again. Yep, turn that off. Wow, I can't believe you didn't remind me to do that. I can't remind you to do everything, buddy. <sighs> well... This is off to a terrible start, but guess what? We've got two very special guests. We've got a regular guest and a bonus guest, Josh. Our regular guest, my buddy, my good friend, Shane Samples. Shane, what's up, dude? What's going on, brother? Oh, man, you look so fucking good, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. What do you think about him, Josh? He's a very big man. He's a, he's <laughs> a gigantic. I thought, I thought that was a, Be a, gentle. a tattoo on your face, and then he said it's a, it's a scar. scar. I wish it was, yeah. No, that's a that's a full blown scar, Josh. Yes, yeah. sir. We'll got, get into got, how we got that. I got one of those too on my on my forehead, a big old one. Oh, yours isn't that cool. What are you talking about? Oh, it's Josh? not cool. It's like a Harry Potter uh, scar, but it's cute. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's cute. It. It's <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like mine's yeah. badass, but yours is cute. Yeah, no, 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 it's, no, no. it's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty <laughs> scar. <laughs> that's not being pretty. <laughs> We've also got the bonus friend, Miss Taylor Bailey. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I've been demoted. You've been Don't demoted them, to, yeah. to comment reader. Yeah, yeah. comment reader. The last time she was just unhinged. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. <laughs> she was out of control, dude. She looks like a, a loose cannon. Yeah, she is, it sir. was my show, actually. You <laughs> know what? You know what I love about women is how they just can't learn when to shut the fuck oh, up. See, you know what? <laughs> Immediately demonetized the second we start the freaking live stream. <laughs> got him over here. <laughs> these are, these are the lady. David's thoughts, not ours. So. Well, yeah. I, these, this is something that Josh and I, I discussed in depth. Yeah. <laughs> you don't co-sign But I'm that. doing great. Thank you for asking. You are so doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> You're going to be reading some comments. I think we've already got a few people in the chat. Let me say hi to everyone in the chat yeah, we before got we get started. We yeah, we got Dr. Tim. Dr. Tim. Jacob. Jacob? Who's Jacob? Jacob. Jacob. Oh, Jacob. Yo, that's one of my buddies. That's another wow, friend of Davey. Yeah. Go. We got all kinds of cool people in the chat tonight. This is, this one's going to get weird, Josh. Good. This one is going to get a little weird. Uh, Shane has a very wild past. Um, you're you're better now. I mean, you're not as, I mean, you're still pretty crazy. Oh, I'm healed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm woke. You're woke? I'm woke. Woke, woke Ed. Right? Is that okay? How, yeah. I don't think that's how it goes, actually. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? We're going to go with it. We're going to go. But with it. Uh, you've been, uh, I mean, you're still a power lifter, right? You still do that? Um, Honestly, it's kind of corny these days, man. I just live to stay healthy and in shape. I can't do what I used to do. And so I got a lot of back pain, knees, stuff like that. So I oh, mean, so I can not... still go heavy, but I don't. It just. I watched too... you, like, I think you were squatting 500 pounds, just like repping it out like crazy. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Yeah. I can't even squat. Like 150. You do you do cool kettlebell workouts though, right? <laughs> Shut up, <Josh. laughs> the, the extension cables. <laughs> and what's the what is a shake weight, right? They're, yeah. they're, that's that's first of all, they're bands. I do band <laughs> workouts. Thank you so much. Hey. Hi, stretchy David. bands. Hi, David. In the chat. Hi, David, David Harris, what up, my guy? Oh, with David here. Oh boy. Uh -oh. oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some comments from David about Shane. I can already yep. tell he's gonna threaten to peg you. There's, there's gonna be that. <laughs> what is that? You mean? brought up pegging this time. Pegging. I want you yeah. to know that. David's a big, big peg guy. Big peg guy. What, does that, what does that mean? Uh, it means he wants to put things in your anus. He wants to ride my Hershey Highway. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we it go. ain't happening. I, I like how you <laughs> played like you didn't know what it was. But it's flattering. It's flattering. I love so it. you're not powerlifting as much anymore. I just can, brother. Like every time I've tried, I like my back will go out. And I've just, I just did so much gruesome lifting over the years where I just, you know. Most of the time I was on narcos and everything else, all that gear. And so you're not really in touch with reality as, as your body knows it. And so when I got my shit together, I'll just say, <laughs> I started to feel everything. Oh, yeah. You feel like, that pain now. Yeah. So now, I'm, I mean, I'm, dude, I'm fucking corny, bro. I'm in Orange Theory. I'm in the sauna at Golds. I'm doing hot yoga stuff. You doing like Pilates that. and stuff? Bro, you, you name it. Big Look, Taylor's Pilates a big girl. Pilates girl. Big yeah. Pilates what are you girl. doing? Hot Pilates? <laughs> Whenever they don't turn the AC on. <laughs> <laughs> Backyard Pilates. Okay, I dig it. I do get a little hot and bothered when I do Pilates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, that, that didn't work. That didn't work at all. Yes, Never mind. we did bring a hot guy, Nuria. We did bring a hot guy. She said, hey, Davey, we asked for a hot guy and he delivered. Davey delivers the hot guys, okay? <laughs> I, I the producer. You can Quote Davey's him on not that. hot, though. I think, I think we just heard from Nuria that Davey's not hot. Sorry, Aww. Davey. I feel like that's kind of where... subjective. That was the subtext there, yeah. yeah. Opinions. Look, just because I don't have a cool facial scar and face tattoos hey, doesn't mean that I'm not handsome. All right? 
Yeah. Why, why did it you all get real quiet? Everyone got real quiet. I felt like that, you were uh, looking at me to tell you, no, you're handsome, Davey. Like, <laughs> was that what I was supposed to do? Yeah. No, not necessarily, Josh, but it, you, I mean, you could have weighed in a little bit. You're, you're a good looking guy. You're Thank you, Josh. Are you happy? You have a very gray beard. We discussed this before the live stream. Uh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. that was out of pocket, bro. Yeah. That was out of pocket. That's a pretty cool scar. Is that a scar on your face? Uh, which one? <laughs> That's the most badass answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Wait, the story yeah. of how you got your scar. You were riding a motorcycle when you got your oh, scar. Oh, God. First of all, Shane, I mean, even, even after you got off the sauce, like, you still do crazy shit. We, we got in trouble um, in a parking lot, a shopping center here in San Antonio one what? time. Yeah, because we were doing donuts in his Hellcat in front of a Whole Foods. Which was pretty sick. Fuck. <laughs> a golf cart security guard yeah. pulled us over. And Wait, so, I mean. He pulled you over in the golf cart? He was in the golf cart. Shane was nice enough just to stop and see if he needed something. But he uh. just started yelling at Shane. And <laughs> Shane got hyped up pretty quick. Yeah. And, I mean, Shane's, Shane's a big intimidating dude. I, the, the, the security golf cart guy, he, he calmed down pretty, pretty fast. He didn't, uh, he didn't say a whole lot. Yeah, well, people tend to show you their colors when they're standing over you, especially with, like, an authoritative badge. You yeah. Know? And so I think when he started to take in the full picture, um, and not only that, but my demeanor, I was pretty – I was an asshat for sure. And, you know, I was I was just – I was just still in that phase where I didn't give a fuck. Loved and, it for and, you, though, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Loved it for I, you. Everybody did. It was, it was just like everyone had popcorn in that period of my life. Right? You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I just didn't treat him very well. I was I was a dick for sure. But you but. did it. You, you know what? You were actually nicer than I thought you would be. Well, yeah, I didn't get violent with him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't choke him out or anything. No, yeah. So that was cool. But still, it was it was still asshat behavior for sure. Well, I mean, compared I mean, to the I mean, other they're... asshattery. <laughs> <laughs> I get, yeah, drastically improved. So yeah. when you got that scar, that was on a motorcycle, right? Tell me what happened. <laughs> Tell me what happened. Tell Taylor what happened. <laughs> We're doing full transparency. Yeah, yeah, full transparency. Let's me. go. Don't look away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, okay. Are you nervous? Well, well yeah, because I'm trying. Are you breathing heavy? I got to be honest here. I did get really fucked up on a motorcycle. You did? I did. And some really fucked up stuff happened to me. Uh, I got busted open pretty good. Uh, but that's not how this happened. That I, was another time. So, I got blinded in my, my left eye from violence, too much fighting. And then the scar happened in a blackout, and I, I actually did it to myself. I split my face open in one of my blackouts. And really? When I, was, when I had just gotten my stuff together and my life together and gotten sober, everybody was blowing me up about it. And I had just gotten hit on the motorcycle, so I just started, like, that lie took off right away. I yeah. Like, yeah, I got this fucking, people love that, you know? Yeah. This big guy, total badass, split it up on our motorcycle, and then... You know, that life perpetuated and snowballed. And so, of course, you know, people were just like, bro, are you fucking riding? And you, it was and, you know, and then I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then years go by, you know, I get comfortable in my skin and, you know, I start telling the truth. And, but yeah, I just thought it made a lot of poor decisions. And so I got lucky, you know, the scar being where it is and being blind in that left eye, it just goes, you know. So you can't see in your left eye? No, ma'am. I, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. it's Because that part. eye tracks with your other eye. Well, yeah, okay, so, Can't like, relate. I have, like, <laughs> fuck. I did, wow, I think, Damn, I think I just Taylor just got really honest on she's, the, she's on the live yeah, stream, too, yeah. 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 I think you just, uh, I think you just admitted it? to having a lazy eye. Wait, which, which eye is lazy? So, you see, if, you, if somebody, we'll can, if you get up close, one of my people stays massively dilated, okay, so this one is the one I can see and does all the work. Right, 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 This yeah. one, I have light, like, I can, I'm, I can see light, like, there's just, like, orange and glow, and then, like, if darkness were to come where I can, I can obviously obviously tell the dichotomy of dark and light so it's like your aura <laughs> Ooh, wow taylor just called you a witch that's crazy oh, it's just, spooky season yeah that's uh, pretty good dude that's i good. on it yeah. i mean the <laughs> scar good. the scar plays though uh, regardless does. of how you it got does. it the scar plays i love that um i'm the one guy at the fucking the corner store that the crackheads do not approach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I, it works for me man because i'm it a gentle, i'm a gentle giant these days i am the nicest guy but people don't fuck with me and i'm introverted so i just i, I go with that i ride that way you just look mean 
Well, you I just do. I've been through a, uh, I've had a horrible go at life. Yeah. Through, through my, especially during my developmental years and, you know, with violence and everything else coming from where I come from. And so when things change and you start to become who you really are and you get your life together and you get mental, better mental health, you know, you, on the other side of it and you, you end up looking like this, it's like, fuck. Cause I wish one of the biggest realizations I had was like, I don't even like tattoos and I'm fucking covered in them. Really, yes, dude. it was heartbreaking for me because people love it. Oh, bro, that's fucking sick, bro. Who's your artist? Who's oh, yeah, your of course. Yeah. So I have to do that script every time because I'm nice. I'm like, yes, it was this person. This is, I haven't got him in years. You're welcome to hit him up and all that. We, I, I don't mind doing that. But, you know, I've got some janky shit on me. You know what I mean? Like when I used to gangbang and do all that bullshit, yeah. my ego was huge and toting guns and all that cool guy, tough guy posturing stuff. I, you know, it fit perfect for then. But then when I like got away from all of that, then it's like, now I look like this. And so when I'm trying to work normal jobs or do, you know, healthy, corny behavior, <laughs> people are like, oh, what the fuck? We got to say, are here. you sure he's cool? <laughs> Marlena, Marlena says she's not intimidated by you and Thank that you. she'd bring Aww. you in for a big old bear hug. Oh, look at that. See, it. the when ladies want a bear hug look you. Mean. It's funny. Uh, I, well, I think they get my vibe now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Well, actually, you know what? Well, Dr. Tim I, said I, you I, look I, like I'm... a James Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a compliment. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's so the other day That's I was fit. here. I was recently, I was here in, what do they call this? Alamo what? Alamo Heights. Oh, oh yeah. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Put some uh, respect on their name, Shane. <laughs> I'm totally fucking it. Like, I know. All of my boys are here. Yeah. You're, so you're I, an 09 I was trying to go into the little Palm Beach tan and, uh, <laughs> And I was walking in and this this uh, yoga mom with her kids in the back of this big, nice SUV are chilling, enjoying the cool weather. And I'm just walking into the place and I shit you not, dude. I get like 10 feet from her car and you just, and the, doom, 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 all the locks <laughs> close. No, no, that and lady I was, was like, like, I'd so, risk it all. So people. <laughs> She'd risk it all for you. <laughs> no, so people, when they see me, they still, they still, you know, I get it. I get it. Well, know? I mean, but, but once, once you get to There's know stigmas. you. That, that's you're like the coolest dude. I and am now. Yeah, Whit said that you've got a sexy mind. Yeah, she uh, goes, this my, this man's mind is sexier than anything else. Swoon. Turn the cameras <laughs> off. We're huh? just talking to girls now. <laughs> I don't even think I need to do anything at this point, honestly. <laughs> this just turned into a whole other show. Yeah, this is, uh, take your shirt off, Shane. Real quick, just pop the shirt off and... Uh, just pull it out. <laughs> put it on the table. Yeah. You know, we know it's big. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Josh, I mean, come on. By do we or do you? You mean yeah. you? Listen, listen, listen. Josh and I Shane, have nothing to do with it. Shane, <laughs> Shane was also an exotic dancer. Yes, I Josh. Oh, gosh. How was that time in your life, Shane? Oh, fuck, bro. You were making cash, dude. Yes. That's where I first got to know you. Uh, about 12 years. 12 years yeah. as a dancer. Yeah, it was It was insane. It was um. It was a sensory overload for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it started off at the bottom and I had like these legendary guys that I got to learn from and they were truly inspiring. I mean, they had it dialed in yeah. and they didn't go home with the women. They made their money. They were true entertainers and I got mm -hmm. to learn from the best. And, um, year, finally after decade or no, five years of that, I had my moment where I stepped into the light and I, man, I was on top for about six years. And then I started getting heavy into that lifestyle. Yeah. Like it comes the drugs, money and the women mm -hmm. and it fucking, I burned, it went, it was a dark ride down. Yeah. And, and then I ended up at the very end of it. You go from this guy that like, they always had this quote in the industry we called it was called it's lonely on top. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten to, it was my time. It was my little era my ego. You were the man, I, dude. I was so, and I was You were the act, feature act. Well, I was, and yeah. I was traveling, the, the, I mean, everywhere. I was going everywhere. I know. I was, and I would pay any amount to get me. And, mm -hmm. I, and my ego and my narcissism, it was crazy. And what happened was, is when I got into the addiction, like it just took off, especially when you have the money and you got the outside validation, everything. I mean, everything I had aspired to think, I was like, we have made it. I mean, I was like yeah. a walking rap song. I mean, I really did believe. <laughs> yeah, like, this is, I am it. I'm uh -huh. it. And dude, and it was the, it was a big like house of cards. Cause like at the end of it, like, I mean, I was getting barred out, passing out on stages. I mean, I was catching on fire during my shows. I was a fat stripper at the end, too. It was humiliating. <laughs> but my ego, I was, dude, it, talk about cognitive dissonance. Like, I was fucking gone. I was so out of touch with reality towards the end. I still had long hair. And, like, I was out of shape. And, like, I was still had, like, eyeliner on. And, I, dude, I thought I was still the man. 
And well, I mean, you kind of were still, honestly. Well, I was riding, what is it? Resting on my laurels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. was no humility. Mm -hmm. There was no true entertainment. There was no sportsmanship. I was doing, I was fighting. I was beating dudes' asses all the time. You know what I mean? I was, like other dancers? Oh, yeah, bro. Because that's, you got to remember, everybody that comes in that industry is jacked as fuck and all juiced up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. as soon as you get in the locker room, it's like, bro, bro. And it's just, <laughs> who's the, who can, uh -huh. you know, and a lot of these guys were trying to alpha you, dude. Lot, always. It was yeah. like, oh, my God. Anybody that's lived in locker rooms knows what it's like, especially, can you imagine NFL, D1, locker rooms like that? Oh, yeah. So male dancers are a lot of us are failed those guys. You know, big guys. Athletes, that are jacked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Of, I mean, and dude, some of these guys were like, should be up on NPC, IFBB, Pro Big, you know? But what's funny about, about a lot of male dancers is no matter how jacked they were, they didn't, you know, they didn't have any street car. They come fight. You know what I mean? So they, <laughs> a lot of theirs was resting <laughs> right. on. Uh, yeah. Look at me. I'm just big. Uh, what's it called um, when you're like a bluff or like a, a poser? Yeah. Well, where you look tough and you look like if people are a afraid, bitch. A bitch. Know. That's what it. That's that's what it is. <laughs> all bark, no bite. It, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed it. That too. I there mean, those go. are all. Those are also b words, yeah. though. I just want to yeah. point out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just. It so you're just you're just fighting in the locker room, just everything, dude. Maintaining your alpha status, runner. Yeah. That's so badass, I, I was, Josh. Dude, I was. It was bad. It was. I mean. I was, guy. Riding, I was riding blackouts on my bikes. I was going into titty bars for like 50 grand cash and just passing out at the table. Should have oh, brought yeah. him what? to the strip club. Yeah, swear to God. I got pictures. And I was always had fronts in, too. My ego got to the point where I always had my grill in. Yeah. I had a diamond platinum grill. Do and you I still was have always it? Like, oh. Yeah, I got it. Oh, I, man. There's some things I got to keep. I lost yeah. all my J's, my money, my little mansion, my dogs, my however many girlfriends. go oh, because I was very dishonest, disloyal. I was total... I mean, I was just. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like that kind of goes well, with the territory. When you when you hurt a good woman and like you just that comes with it, man. I was just wasn't living right. I mean, industry. I don't know if there's a healthy balance there. You know, I it need took you me to down. do a message me. right now to all men: stay loyal, kings. Oh, yeah. do you, do you have something to say to the disloyal <laughs> subs, the disloyal simps that need to? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you right, dude, that shit, all that shit, all that fucking dirty money, or the little side hustle you got going on with the girl, the side chick, whatever you want to call it, um, it all comes around, brother. Speak it'll come back thing. and bite you. It, it, well, it'll 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 break you in a way that like you probably can't survive. I mean, dude, you were close a yeah. few different times. I remember, I remember the last time when. Uh, you went on your last run and then, and then one of, one of our mutual buddies came to, came to pick you up. Yeah. And, uh, dude, this is the craziest story you'd been, what, it, okay. Tell, tell me again, like what drugs you had been on at that point. So at that time in my life, I had a really good shrink and she was giving me some, um, I think they're called cypotropic medication. So yeah. I was on antidepressants. I was also on benzos. Okay. And then I had a, a really a, a bad narco addiction. Okay. Sort of all the pain in my body. Cause I was like 360 pounds, just fucking walking in my knees, my Pure hips. muscle. I couldn't take it though. Yeah. And so I'd have to medicate constantly. Mm -hmm. And then when you're on anabolics, it messes with your mind on a much more complex level. Mm -hmm. So I may have had like a lot of cerebral features, but everything was being abused. So I had like a lot of mania. Like I was just, I was just had distorted reality, man. Yeah. You were just going nuts. And I, was, and I couldn't stop drinking. I was floating my fucking liver. Like I was doing like a fifth of Everclear every 36 hours, about 24 to 36 hours. Ooh, and and that's I remember, a lot of booze, bro. I couldn't stop. I was, oh my God. I would dude. wake up with the shakes and I'd go to the freezer to stop them. It was crazy. Yeah. I remember I went to this physician that was also like a semi plug, you know, he'd keep me on my pain pills. And I asked him, I was like, Hey, I'm asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> what would happen if somebody, in their early thirties was uh, about this size drinking about this much a day and taking these pills. And he was like, Oh yeah, it, 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 his kidneys or his liver, his adrenal system, something would go out immediately. And it's imminent death for sure. And I remember just being like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Yeah, no, I was dying, but it, you know, yeah. you know, that sense of, it was dark. You can't get out of it. dude. Powerless, hopeless. I mean, it was fucking dark. And uh, some of our buddies were calling you, trying to get in touch with you. Oh, and like two nights before they rescued me that night, I'd woken up with in a shirt that was torn up, covered in blood, and I had bullet casings. It was, dude, I was getting, yeah, it was, man, it was off the chain. Yeah, it, it was, it was, some, it was some wild shit that was going down. Yeah. So then they came to get you finally. I got they finally come to get did. you. Yeah. yeah, they came to get me at a. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my favorite. So yeah. our buddies show up in a car to take him to rehab. That was the goal, right? They were gonna they were gonna snatch you from your house yeah. and take you to rehab, and they get you How in the car. How many were gonna pick him up? Is what I want to know. Oh, they were How many teddy did it bears. Take? Those guys. Yeah. I it was only them. two of them, right? Yeah. It was just the two of them, and but they're I mean they're close friends of ours. Yeah. And so they're you, most wonderful. Dudes, you went yeah. willingly. 
you went willingly. Well, but yeah, because like I still had this weird thing where I, I loved people that I loved and I was still kind to my people, my kind, yeah. Yeah. whatever, like my friends, whatever you call that, my tribe. It was usually any outside domestic shit that I would go off the ranges, you know, somebody yeah. looked at me wrong. I remember that night at that gym, they told me that there was a couple fighting out front <laughs> and it's, I went crazy on that chick's boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't, I didn't mind my own business. And then I, and I broke into a cop car while they were trying to take me. Bold move. I was so angry. <laughs> bold move. I guess I, I don't know. I, ju I just listened to fuck the police probably. <laughs> You're like, I'm the cop now. I was, on a, I was on my NWA vibe, you know, couldn't help it. But they're, they're driving you down the highway next to the airport. Desk pop. Desk pop time. They didn't know. They picked him up and he had a pistol on him. They didn't know. Yeah. And he's in the back seat. Go ahead. Tell uh, him what happened. Because <laughs> I've heard it three separate times. Yeah. Okay. So. That week, man, uh, I had wrecked. I had wrecked my Hellcat in a blackout. Went home, got on the Harley, wrecked. I got ran over by a car on the Harley. My leg was all fucked, and then I got my CBR, crashed it into the palace, and they still let me drink because I came and started throwing undos. And like, and after that, then I was out of resources. I had wrecked all my <laughs> within seven days. I'd wrecked the Harley, the Hellcat, and the uh, the CBR one thousand, and then it was time to Uber. And yeah. I was, you know, <laughs> right short time. Looking. Let's go. And that day especially was really bad because I had been on a run all day. And, um, yeah, I was just, at the end of it, they had picked me up trying to help me get, just get the shit out of my system so I could draw a clear breath. Uh -huh. And um, they said that, I mean, I think I was there. They said I, I pulled out my pistol and just start shooting out the window. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> pop, just yeah. screaming death pop in the back seat. And I just felt so bad for them. I mean, what that must have felt like for you know a At sober time, body trying to help you. Imagine this big fucking ogre. You know, he's like can't even. He's crying. He's fucking yeah. slobbering. He's drunk. He's falling asleep. He's back at it. Then he's raging. And then all of a sudden, pop, pop. I mean, dude, that's crazy, man. It's wild shit. That's not. Yeah. But here you are now. Fuck, yeah. And it's it's kind of it's it's a little bit funny in retrospect. It is, you know. Now, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking miracle, man, for sure. Dude, I mean, the fact that you survived, and that was just one of the runs. That was that, that was just one of them, and you went on multiple benders like that. Yeah. And especially when you were still working in the club, because like we said, you were the feature act, dude. People were Did coming to see you. Did San Antonio have you. men's clubs? Yes. Do yeah. we have them soon? No. <laughs> <laughs> asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> right now we do. Um, Actually, tomorrow night, oh, every Thursday night, we do ladies' night over at the gallery on St. Mary's. Me and a few other guys, and um, I just I do my fire performance stuff like that. Do you do you do it clothed or unclothed? <laughs> yeah, because we have some requests. Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> the chat is blowing up with take the I wear, shirt off. <laughs> I wear I wear a banana hammock. And nice, I wear my dude. Boots. <laughs> yeah, You're bro. With yeah. the banana hammock. Uh, well, I I do want to get into the banana hammock stuff. Because yeah. I, I went to, when it was still hard bodies, I went once. They have some pretty small pairs out there. Okay, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? For, I hope you're talking about Josh right now. Wait, Josh is minding his own business, dude. I have to Don't deflect, dude. Josh. Why would I talk about Josh? You're trying me right now, dude. We're about to start fighting, and I'm going to get my ass kicked. You're going to get my ass kicked. that majestic salt and pepper over there. I, I know. He's a unicorn. He really is. Uh, the liger. I, I got it from Cole. <laughs> You what? I said I got it from COVID. Oh, are you serious? Okay, okay. No, well, we're now, not going no, down this rabbit hole. No, no, Davey's convinced that a lot of things are happening to him, but I'm like, no, that's just aging. <laughs> You're just getting old. You're just getting no. old. I did hear that about the jab, let's call it, yeah. that a lot of people like went gray because yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. Went oh. what? Wait, oh. their, their hair turned gray. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, put yeah. any false information out there and I don't want to talk right. about it anymore, but yeah. Definitely demonetize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah let's, just, yeah, let's move on because banana hammocks. Let's talk about banana hammocks because that's a safe topic of conversation. <laughs> I'm a little knowledgeable in this topic. <laughs> I got, I got a little experience. Years of know. research oh. <laughs> for science. Um, in, in the field study. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I went to, I went to hard bodies one day. Which is very fun club. To work or to play? No, it was, I was hanging out with a group of girls and they all thought it would be hilarious if we went as a group to Hard Bodies. Right on. And you agree. It doesn't take much to convince David to go yeah, to a strip I mean, it's club. it's an experience. So. He's such an open-minded dude. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's an asset. Rough okay, careful, careful, because I don't know where that's going. How how open-minded are we talking? Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll take, uh, you know, I, I, I fit things in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always got to go gay with you? Yeah. 
I wanted to beat you to it, all right? <laughs> you want to beat something. <laughs> Just fucking lining them up. Oh, softball, underhand, home run, looking for a ballpark, baby. So we go in, uh, we go into hard bodies, and literally the first the first thing that I see is this this hulking, hulking dude uh, that walks down like the catwalk part of the stage. And as he comes into the light, he's wearing the banana hammock. And it, I mean, this, this thing that he was carrying. What color was the banana hammock? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know what color it was, dude. There was, there were, there were higher priorities. <laughs> it, it blinded Size, me. Yeah. Shape. Yeah. yeah. It was. I, I don't see color. I only see dick. <laughs> That's going to be my new hinge Bro, profile. <laughs> I did not come prepared for this. That is awesome. Dude, it was... We're an inclusive group. Massive, bro. It was... I, I mean, this thing... Tim, I wish I wouldn't have put the camera on me when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to flip it. And it's like, damn. You had such a big smile. I know. Shit. Damn it. I only see dick. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know who this entertainer was. But I mean, the hog on this guy was just insane. And I was wondering like with those banana hammocks, do they stuff them to make it look bigger than it actually is? Or like, is there like some sort of industry trick to it? Like He's what's like, going no, on? Sorry, Davey, we just have trick. massive dogs. <laughs> it's called genetics. <laughs> Hate to break sorry, it to you, Sorry, we're all just hung we're like horses. <laughs> no, we, the, the small dongers get weaned out pretty quick, but I will say this. <laughs> no, you there can't say weaned out. The, <laughs> that's perfect now. Small dongs okay, get Okay, get weanered out. Yeah. No, what I mean is like women, they're going to. Touch it. They're going to know, man. There's no, like, you're either the full Monty, whatever you want yeah. to call it. But we do have a trick. It's called tying off. We, we okay. get every, I mean, for years, I was a part of that little movement. And then I was like, fuck this, man. I'm gonna, my dick's going to fall off. I keep doing this shit. No way. So what we do is we'd all gather around, not look at each other in our locker. <laughs> we'd, we'd zone out. And yeah. they'd be watching porn. It'd get yeah. hard. And then they'd tie it off. And you try to trap that blood in, and then you go out for your performance with your fucking. And no you guys way. Have to try that Only problem your next is, is I would be stuck out there if I had a good set. I'd be stuck on stage for like an hour and ten minutes, and I come back and my dick would be like green purple, and then I'd take it off, and then I talk to my doctors like, yeah, we don't want to cut circulation off in places like that. I wouldn't think so, dude. Well, yeah, well, that's it's a it's a if you do it right, it can be manageable. But it's a legendary thing in the industry, and what I started doing was just. Being like, hey, I'm going to put my banana camera on. I'm going to put some briefs on. I'm just going to put a sock in there just in case you pull my shit down. I don't want to have my meat out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so I just got past it. For me, it was it was more ego shit. Like, I'm here to perform. And I was also, I, I wasn't, I didn't really get along with the strippers. The guys that just look pretty on side stages. I don't know why right, it triggered right. me. Uh, but I liked the whole point that I, the generation that I came from was true entertainment. I mean, these are That's guys it, that dude, were yeah. gymnasts and that would do these fucking shows that you would feel goosebumps because they were such amazing performers. And then after they would kill and Josh is crowd. getting goosebumps right now just listening yeah. to it, you know? That's crazy. <laughs> then they would take their clothes off and it was like added bonus. But all you could tell all the guys that rested on their looks. Yeah. Dude, you had some of the sharpest. I mean, some of the most handsome dancers I ever saw. These dudes look like perfection. Yeah. But they couldn't hang with entertainers. Yeah. Because women would just they'd be up That's there. That's what girls great. are into. Yeah. yeah they would. Have y'all heard of that um that show? It's called Finding Magic Mike. It's on HBO. And it was these, it was like made by Channing Tatum and it's literally like a game show where these guys have to compete to become the next like Magic Mike in right the Magic on. Mike show. No way. And they train them, they send them to like a therapist, they like build these guys up and it's people that have like gone through bad breakups and have like low confidence oh, right and they make them do like full on performances at the that's end of it. That's cool. And I was like, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, well, but, like I lame mean, strip clubs. I'm like, move that dude, over. No, I want to see a cool ass performance. Weren't you on tour with like a Magic Mike group? So I had to open up at all the theaters like part all the parts of Texas for the Magic Mike movies. And then so I, we'd have to literally, I would have to go up in front of the movie theater, act the actual theaters, like the Palladium here, all these Santicos, and they would start the movie and then before the before the movie would start, we'd come out. I'd do Rain and Men, and then we'd go lap dance for all the women, <laughs> help in the the stadium seats, and take all their money. And then they would start watch the movie. And bro, they would walk out of there like fucking crazier than shit house rats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. bro, just you just horned up, baby. Imagine what their husbands and boyfriends would get when they got. I mean, because they you I have nobody has ever seen women in the light that I have as long as I have. That's the thing, dude. Well, it, you make women feel special. Yeah. Well, I don't, and I don't know. Was that supposed? To, I was trying to have a deep moment. A special, okay. You make them feel that's like another word. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's well, one way to describe it. You just get to see it. a different side when, when they're a part of like 
all that <laughs> like sensory overload. It's animal drinking, and you're, there, there's so much sex going on. A lot of these women have like been at their desk job or this pandemic anxiety, or they have a relationship that's not going well, and then that's all of a sudden there's a bunch of naked dick in their face, guys. Yeah, and they're just like. <gasps> And they yeah. lose it. Best and day they, ever. Fuck it. It can get psycho. Well, that's okay. So that was that was one of the things that I noticed that that one time. One time I went to Hard Bodies. This was in the same visit. The same guy with the massive hog. He walked out to the front of the stage, and there was a lady there that just gobbled him up. Yeah. Like just. You mean like as far as tipping him and stuff? I I mean as far as like he. It, it was still his hog was, was still in the banana hammock, but oh yeah, she put the whole thing in her mouth. Oh, that's like oh, dancing yeah, bears. Have you ever is seen that, that like the oh, equivalent yeah, of see, like a heckler that was probably, at a comedy show? That was show? probably one of our rookies. That's terrible. Yeah, we didn't like stuff like that. Well, I don't think he was really prepared for it. No, okay, that yeah, makes sense. I, I think yeah. she just kind of went that's for a, it. That's like okay. a violation that's a, for sure. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, thing. Yeah, that's There's a lot up. of misconceptions around that. Well, women gr- puts her finger in your ass or fucking grabs your shit. It's all like oh. But, you know, if can you imagine if a dude did that? They'd be out of there. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I, I dealt with so many years of that kind of stuff. I had That's one crawl crazy. through my window, walk down my hallways. I've had them break into my house. It what? Was, you yeah, have stalkers. Bro. Oh, I had stalkers? legit, legit stalkers. I almost blew one's head off one time. I was with a chick. And she one, one card coming down my hallway because one of my roommates was a dancer. And he was hooking up with a girl that was friends with her, one with one of my clients. Oh. And so I guess she followed them and then came into my house and was like, Titan, Titan. And dude, it was, it was a, she, I had my little 45 and I was like, who the fuck, but you know, thank God I didn't do anything. Well, yeah, I mean, but I remember just seeing her big silhouette in my, my house. Big silhouette. Big. Yeah. Well, it was like, I think that's an important distinction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you like, said it. Honesty we'll never is an important, that. yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. Oh, okay. Fair you enough. Know, fair enough. Big you know, heart. <laughs> she's great just the way she is, but so just her mental health, you yeah. know, and then. But I also, when it came to like the shit that karma brought me, it was different. You know, if I was sleeping with multiple women, would just douchey behavior like that. Sure. And then I'd, that would drive any woman crazy. You know, I'd be with one and then one would catch me. And, you know, my ego at the time was like, oh, fuck, I won't even talk to you. And that would scare them. So they would keep pursuing. It was just bad, man. A lot of grandiosity and narcissism for sure. Oh, well, I mean, that, but I feel I like that's part of the performance too. You gotta have to have that attitude and that mentality when you're on stage. There was a few guys in the business that were able to maintain humility and bring, leave it all there at, at on the floor and go home and leave like healthy mental health lives, like where their life was conducive. But you know, when you get sucked into it, the ego and everything that goes with it, when yeah. you're put on that pedestal and you're getting women that are con- like are beautiful, out of this world beautiful, and trying to sleep with you and give you money and buy you cars yeah. all the time. Eventually, if you let it in, it just changes you. I've watched so many guys. I mean, if you were to ask, they, we all thought we were legends in our own mind at one point. You know, and it's hard not to think that when you've got that well, many. We're talking about guys that walk around and their names become our dancer name. Now we identify as that character. Yeah, you were Titan. I was Titan. You were Titan. That's how yeah. lost I was, and so it was. It was not attractive, man. Hmm. But I lived like that for so long. I didn't know any better. You know what I mean. So I'm I'm really glad that my path to destruction hit the bottom that it did. That I was able to change because I'm a wonderful. Yeah, man you now. seem like a whole different. I am. I, you know, I couldn't imagine doing the kind of things that I used to do, and I was violent and disloyal. I mean, I was all kinds of the worst things you could imagine on a daily basis. Yeah. For so long, but I I realized too that all you know stem back to like childhood traumas, developmental traumas, right. stuff like that. It's how I coped. Right. My brain was on survival mode, yeah. and I didn't know any better. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, that's how denial works. It doesn't break down. Are you in therapy you can, now? I've got. I'm good now. I'm good. Just saying, therapy works. Oh yeah, There's I mean, all he's, forms of therapy. That, I love that's therapy. exactly right. I, I, you've done a bunch of therapy. I have, and I think that I've was really beneficial for you. Yeah, healthy king. He is, ladies. Yeah. No, he really I am is. Now. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm working on it. Work in progress. That's not. That's right. Too... Progress, not hey, perfection. I didn't say you perfect. know, Josh. Yeah. I said healthy. Yeah. I still have fucking moments where like this dude is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Hellcat in front of the Whole Foods, man. I mean, that was a that was a crazy How moment. Long ago you know, was that? that's funny. that was so minuscule compared to the things that I was really doing, though. That's crazy. I love that you got to see such a G-rated version of my life. At it, the was time. it was fun. I had a good time. He's like a candy I needed that. He made me feel cool that day. I'm over here spinning out in my cesspool of low self-esteem, and he was like, "Bro, that was badass." I like that. And of course, my ego at the time was like, "I'll do whatever gets my friend's approval." Fuck yeah! You want me to shoot him too? You want me to beat his ass? I can kill this guy right now. Whatever gets your validation. But you still, you can still do. The, the entertainment now. I can't. Because you are a purist as far as the entertainment goes. And, and I think that's that's the interesting difference, Taylor, between like 
women exotic dancers and men exotic dancers like, like there are women that are extraordinarily good with like the pole tricks and that sort of thing mm -hmm. and they have to practice that and they have to they have to build that skill there's incredibly talented women absolutely i feel like it's it's even more necessary in your line of work as a male exotic dancer well, they, well i will tell you this it's it's i used to only date other strippers and we used to live in a, in female strip clubs that was just kind of that that dynamic right male entertainers went to females and females went to males that's just that's just the way it was. I don't know, some kind of hidden rule. It's like and, a community. Uh, it was, but it was like uh, invisible to the eye. Like it was something you you just did and didn't talk about. And um, women entertainers, imagine the shit they got to go through with men. You know what I mean? We yeah. were fine with it. But the thing is, is I noticed a girl can, a beautiful woman can go mm -hmm. out there and literally stand still or slightly move or just be sensual. Yes. And men will spend their fucking 401k. It's, yeah. it's almost like I've that's more attractive. I watched my, my ex used to come home with like literally six grand. And I remember just thinking when I was in my like rookie days, like I cannot wait. Yeah, I, I need to get to that status. And I always that comparative thinking was really toxic too, though. Sure, you know, always comparing my path and journey to others. However, um, when I came into my place with it, when I became an entertainer, um, you have to work. I just it, this was my experience. Yeah, I had to do so much more to make big money. Yes, it's, and I don't mean I'm sorry. That sounded terrible. I don't, I'm not talking about outside the club. Not no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. None yeah, yeah. of us I mean, went there, but I'm glad you cleared it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it just sounded like, you know, it sounded like you were hooking. Yeah, yeah it, it did, did sound a little No, what I'm talking hookerish. about yeah. is like, I was full-blown in gymnastics. I was doing yeah. aerial silks, and I was doing fire poi staff. And yes. I mean, I was Dude, doing backflips. <laughs> and like, I was doing all this stuff. I mean, I was literally in training for six months for one performance. And, and then like, I think the best night I ever had in the industry was like, I got gifted a Corvette. And then one girl on my birthday, 2012, made it rain. I, I think I made like, 12, 13 K right there on stage. Ooh, I'm about that, to do some gymnastics. That's when I'd stepped into what a, what a, someone at the top in that industry would make, you know, yeah. cause I had seen what some of the legends would make. And if you were just a male stripper and you were handsome, yeah, you're going to go home with maybe 50 to 200 bucks. If you're lucky. But some people are like, okay, really? with that, like doing the bare minimum, right? Yeah. Well, the, what happens is a lot of times these guys, a lot of them have certain other mental health issues that brings them into the middle dance industry yeah. and so they start going home with these women to get that validation yes. and okay. that's what fucks up the pool really bad because mm -hmm. then you have instead of clients you have well yeah you, you have janes yeah oh, yeah so you know that can get messy really really so quick messy, bro. but i mean it happens it happens in the male dancer and female dancer world oh, we know that yeah you know? it's part of it we <laughs> well you? you know i mean I've, yeah. I've seen it happen i've seen it happen to my friends not not shane specifically well, uh, they used to say if you fuck your money your money fucks you oh yeah that's what that meant yeah because as soon as these guys started doing their clients mm -hmm. the money what it was the most miraculous thing i loved watching it like clockwork these guys would come in we take them under our wings they would start killing it and they'd go home with one of these girls, their money would get cut off and that girl would be onto one of us. Yep. And we wild. would take all their money and not sleep with them. Yep. And bro, talk about a humbling lesson. I watched it time after time after time. It was like a principle of some sort. We'll talk about a mind fuck too for that poor guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he made a bad decision, but I mean, imagine have how- to see that girl again, yeah. especially when they've like started getting the feels. Now, a lot of now, these guys were, didn't have like the grid up here. So uh -huh. they, some, some baddie would come in uh -huh. with money, rock their world, and then they'd become their- <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Dude, it was a power shift a lot. All oh, right. Yeah. So any questions in the chat for Shane? Oh yeah, here? I'm sure there's there's gotta be some questions yeah, that these folks want to ask. A lot of questions, I have, maybe. I have, maybe we should open it up to the chat. I mean, we can open it up to the chat if if, if y'all have some specific questions that you would like to address with Shane. I did have like just a couple more quick ones because yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> he loves a quickie. Davey Love loves a quickie. quickie. Love a quickie. Uh I, uh, you know, for, for a guy that's thinking about getting into that industry, I'm, I, I obviously cannot dance, so I'll, I'll never make it, you know, but if there that's was a the guy, reason. Yeah, yeah, literally that's, what it. The that's it. <laughs> Do you want us to validate you? You're I'm, a great dancer. <laughs> no, no. Just tell me I'm ripped and handsome. That's there you all. Go. That's, that's a, yeah. That's, that's all I really You're, you're vascular. Thank there you, you Josh. You know, it Weird even, thing to say. Dancing Weird. can be taught, man. You know, LeBron didn't wake up one day and was like, I'm going to be the greatest hooper. He, he had to practice and practice. Yeah, know? but there's some natural talent. I feel like you've just got the moves, you know? Well, I mean, I Do can't. your hips lie or do they not lie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, David there it is, immediately. David wants to know if ever asked you to peg him. <laughs> I told you. Dude, you brought up pegging at the yeah. beginning of the show. No one said anything about it. She, he, okay, he just, wait, yeah, no, I'm skipping that question. question. To well, David's question, to, to have be you fair, ever been pegged? No, Whoa. I have not. 
Jesus, he was Taylor. Asking, I was just asking. Can you have questions. some? The can you show some respect? Ask, God, that's okay. Ask, he he was. People were gonna. I didn't ask to There's peg nothing him. wrong with that question. Thank you. He wasn't a speedo in front of like 400 people. I was. Though. Yeah. That's how the pegging got Bro, started. That's it's pretty. It takes a lot of courage for that. I didn't even. I didn't tie off or anything either. You know. <laughs> I think I asked you that on the podcast. You yeah. did. You asked me if I did got fluff beforehand. Did you fluff up? Yeah. And, and I'm a I'm a I'm a grower. I'm not a shower. No, so Davey that was, was just so uber took hyped. a lot of bravery for me. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. uber hyped in that moment and just goes, "Get the fuck up, San Antonio, <laughs> and get this speedo in your face." That's, I did say that. Yeah. I'll never unhear that. Mm-hmm. No, uh, <laughs> or experience. Marlena, or experience. Marlena would like to know: Do you feel male dancers put in more work than female dancers? I mean, we kind of addressed that. But. Yeah, it's a, it's a really it's a. So in my personal opinion, um, I've only seen it from my perspective, but yeah, we, the things we that we do, the shows we put on, we usually have to put on big group, like group acts, performances, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of choreography. Yeah. And generally speaking, when you go into a female uh, entertainment club, it's going to be a beautiful woman doing a self-routine. Correct. Like, yeah. Um, you know, she's by herself doing it alone. Um it just really men don't want to fucking. They don't care. They it's don't like want to see. Totally different I don't, types. I don't want to hear see your magic mic. I don't want to see your um, Iranian men. I just want to show me your ass. How big is their ass? And they want like lap yeah. dances. Yeah, I, I watch it a million times. You know, my mm-hmm. boys like guys are not really looking for that. I think there's just a totally they're comparable, but they're not. They don't care about the showmanship. There is absolutely. That's now, it. I think if you were to get like clients that grow to love you and become your friend, they're gonna go show up for you when you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be doing this or we're gonna be doing you know techno rave whatever. They might care about that. Are there coaches for this industry? Coaches? Or do you just like have mentors? There's such a dark stigma about the industry. It hasn't really been put out in the open yet. There's not full transparency or disclosure in this industry to where it's inviting like, hey, you ever need a male entertainment coach? People still look down on it. It's mm. still that. Yeah. It's still in that dark area where it's like, you know, like Jesus doesn't go into strip clubs, you know, kind of thing. Like, Jesus is everywhere, bro. He's <laughs> even in no, the strip I, clubs. Well, I, was, I was saying that because I had a lot of evangelical Christians used yeah. to come try to save my soul when I'd be dancing. They'd come and they literally catch me on my way to my car. Or they would try to get me between my sets to come talk to me about Christ and they had this thing they would always tell me about you know you know when you go in there like you're doing Satan's work stuff like that and it didn't help the self-esteem that I had at the time yeah damn yeah but so trying to sell me a God that loves me no matter what and then tell me that it doesn't go in there it's kind of an oxymoron a little bit thousand percent if you're remotely intelligent you're kind of like yeah I don't want to do your monotheistic deity I'm good (laughs) (laughs) but I don't want to be saved (laughs) yeah if this is what saving looks like I'm okay Miss I, me. I've got a really deep question that oh. uh, Nuria asked. I, I mean, you stole from, my from job. One, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Just there's just this one. From one addict to another, I know that this question is unanswerable. But she she asked, "That's okay." What was the motivation to get out of drugs? Oh, I, I mean, I lost everything I cared about. Mm-hmm. I hit a bottom in every area that was valuable to me. I yeah. lost my money, a uh, good woman, my home, my family, everything, all my valuables, everything. I lost it all. You hit the rock bottom. Yeah, I went from having enough money to where me and my family were set for life. Mm-hmm. And within nine months, it was all gone. That's Have crazy. you been able to mend any relationships? Uh, I'm restored. I've got a restored relationship with my mother, my sister, my sister, me and her are close. It blows my mind. I think get emotional thinking about it. She comes to me. That's so cool. Uh, that's powerful for me. Yeah. Um, people, other people in recovery that I hurt burned have showed me a lot of grace. Um, as far as like, really good women that I was involved with or manipulated, lied to all that. That's just not, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to even try to contact them. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to make amends, but I don't know if it's more of like my ego. Sure. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, fuck man. Yeah. When you start to think and you, you re-experience that, what you said, Mm -hmm. what you did, how you treated others. Yeah. And then you get to the, on the other side of it to where you're experiencing that it changes you forever. Oh yeah. I couldn't imagine doing the things that I I have done, especially to other men, like with violence. Like, yeah, I, there's, you know, I struggle with suicide, early sobriety because of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Like, I just can't believe those demons don't just go yeah, away. Isn't yeah. that why it's so hard at the beginning anyway? To yeah. Because it's just like you're reliving all well, of that. Well, not only that, but imagine like selling, having to, losing everything, all the things that were, we value in life that yeah. we're taught to value. You know what I mean? Because that's how I was essentially my mind was raised by a rap song. Like, this is what we need for validations. Right. Oh, fuck bitches, get money, all that. Bull- it's all bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That's all posturing, tough guy rhetoric, all that. No. Real men do cry. Real men do get healing. Real men do get their shit together. Real men do treat women well. Women, real men do not call women bitches and hoes. Can you say that to Josh, please? (laughs) Say that to Josh. Josh is the most respectful person in the room. He hasn't said one word. They do not 
call them bitches and hoes, Josh, and I need you to stop that. Yeah. I need you to stop really calling Josh a bitch and a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need you to stop doing. Yeah, I, but don't, you, I don't think he did. I don't think no, he called me either. No. either one of those. No, no. when we were live. But, but, you were, <laughs> yeah. but you're right, though. I mean, and, and that, that is part of the stigma. And, and, and you've lived both those lives. <sighs> you've lived the big, tough alpha guy yeah. that just fights and is violent and, yeah. and does all the things that, yeah. you know, an incel would look at you and just be like, that, that is what I want to be. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That's what I used to think. But yeah. when I got that, it was paradoxical. Cause it's it like was very lonely. It was absolute. Yeah. It was the worst thing you could ever want. And it's, there's no way that's who I was made to be. No fucking way. It was hollow. It was like a shell of a man. Yeah. You know? And you know, and, and then not only that, but you become sensitive and like, you realize like you, when you lose good people mm -hmm. and especially when you've got a grind to make money that you still scoff at, yeah. Like it's fucking broad shit. You know, and then my hair is thinning. Like oh, I'm dude. Not, legs aren't even that. My legs aren't. No, listen, no, listen. Like my body, I'm a, I'm half the man I used to be physically. And to be like what I was, that iconic feature of like just like, oh my God. Yeah. And then to be who I am now, it's like I just gotta keep my fucking head down, go ghost and grind and not talk about it because this fucking hurts. Yeah. And it's you you can't have an ego and survive that kind of shit, man. You're so right. So dude. it's like a daily thing. Like, fuck that. I do not want to be that. And so the only thing that I can honestly say that I'm proud of in my life is that I'm a better man than I've ever been. I may not have all the outside stuff to validate me yet, but I know it'll come because I'm gonna express the talents on my mind. It'll all come back. That's uh, it. This man. time I won't fuck it up. And, 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 and it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, money and success that's gained honestly with oh, integrity absolutely. and that's Dude, the, all the drug money I made, all the it's fucking so every it dollar, so it was all gone. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I buried it. I hit it. I put it in fucking accounts, <laughs> yeah. safety, security boxes. I gave my mom like 40 K somehow it's all, it's all gone. It's all gone. Oh yeah. I, yeah. And when you like, when you have to take your mommy's escalate that you bought her away and re sell that shit, <laughs> oh, shit bro, dude. you fucking, you that's, suck. That's, I had a 24 karat gold desert Eagle. Like I had to sell all my J's. Yeah. Over 100k in J's, you know. Oh, my Taylor's, my Taylor's sweating over there, dude. <laughs> oh, <my yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it sucks, man. But that, I mean, that that's what it is, though. That's what I needed. But now you're doing it the right way. Yeah, I'm uh, fucking Ubering. I'm doing fire performance, smell dancing on the side yes, where nobody knows. We gotta go to that. I'm doing like videography. I'm fucking doing a little bit of carpentry, and I'm doing like bartending. It fucking sucks, bro. Like I would literally could be in Maui right now. But how satisfying is it though? At the same time, like working that hard and grinding yeah. it out like that. Well, I didn't know what it was like to be a real man. I guess because it sucks, bro. <laughs> Being a real man blows, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Who want the easier, softer way, man? Ah, uh, you're right. I guess you're the right. hardest part is like surviving all that and knowing what you fucked up and yeah. just forgiving yourself and being able to just genuinely make an effort to just, if I don't die, what good could I do? <laughs> so that's what kind of like start over I had to make. That's light, cool, man. A light I love question. It. Yeah. Um, is there an industry secret to the shows, like any behind the magic type? Ooh, thing? that's a good, well, I mean, we talked about tie tying off. off. Yeah, that's well, right. I can tell you how to be successful. So like any other Take structured notes. business, yep. you want to get all your, your, what is it? All your ducks in a row. Right. Right. So first things first, if I wanted to be a male, a male dancer, it's going to imply exhibitionism or exploiting my body. So what would I obviously want to be on point? Your body, my physique. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm out of shape, if I'm not looking the part, don't even, don't even try there. Focus on that. When you get that dialed in, okay. then next step. Well, do I to get a routine? What kind of music? Who am I as a person? Am I going to try to play the bubblegum shit I hear oh, popular brand, on the radio? Dude, yeah. Am I going to try to be a swindler? Am I going to just play what's popular? Or am I going to do me? Yeah. And the real legends in the business were the dudes that learned their their identity, who they were, what they liked. Yeah. And they fucking rock that. What and was yours? Mine was, bro, rock and roll. Like, yeah, rock. Bro. I was out yeah. there in Nirvana, fucking Marilyn Manson. And people were just like, oh, tool. I mean, I was just getting it. But then I would go into my trap music when it came time to collect money because that street me was still there. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was grimy, but it was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was, dude, I had this, I was jacked and I was swinging my dick around and you couldn't tell me nothing, bro. That's it, and dude. You couldn't tell me nothing. And they just, somehow that perpetuated I'm getting hyped more. over here, bro, about talking about swinging dicks and stuff. Yeah, you know? he's got a boner. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> not yet. I'm, I'm working my way. I am find, off. Find your, <laughs> find your niche, find the music you like, look the part, and then. then it's essential uh, to any good the brand. The most basic, fun, little uh, trophy aspect, like the little, um. Uh, Nietzsche, I don't know what the word is. I guess sign that you're ready, you get your tearaways made. Tearaways? Yeah, your, Ooh, your breakaway pants. Do you still pants. have those? Oh, okay. yeah. I have you to do have worn those. So I have to do Damn a performance it. tomorrow in front of like hundreds and thousands of women at some uh, some breast cancer convention thing. Okay. And like, so basically it's, um, they do like a bunch of brawls, <clears throat> the custom made brawls. Okay. And these men, these first responders, real heroes, firefighters, cops and stuff, 
wear these bras, why they invited me. I don't know why, but I started this last year with them and we come out in this super bougie bra and we do okay. a, a, a routine. And then after we do it, women, they, they have fun, they go crazy. And then they auction off that bra and all the proceeds go to cancer and recovery. Nice. And so I've been stressed the fuck out this week because like, I gotta go do that shit tomorrow. You know what I mean? And so tomorrow, been, bro. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. And so I got my little, I'm going to do a little mini routine. Okay. Just kind of try to like get it done and then get the fuck out of there. You know, and I just, oh God, it's cringy just thinking about it. Are you going to do like the fire routine or are you just going to like, no, I'm not going to, you're going to swing your meat. I, I don't, I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to do something really twerk. <laughs> something the face basic. you're making while you're saying gonna, swing well, your they meat. want it to keep, be kind of wholesome so i think i'm gonna do like a little backstreet boys goes into pony routine nice and do a little genuine and then maybe hand out some flowers no i'm gonna do the real pony i'm gonna do it by far the rock version oh okay yeah, all right fuck, yeah. all right okay and then but dude like it's not you, if you wish you could feel what it feels like before you have to go on stage in front of people and you're being your 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 body is being judged it's a different dynamic my right dude. it's not like oh hey here's my product i'm selling you are the product that's you yeah and it's like they're looking at your meat they're looking at your butt how big are his quads look at his fucking what's wrong with his eye see that right there yeah. that right there yeah. that's why i couldn't do it i got skinny legs dude that's, that's why a, that's I'm, not i'm a noodle boy there's a misconception there you're not dancing for your gym bros if you're lean, women like it. And you're Check sexy. Your DMs, Have you bro. seen Magic Mike? A fucking <laughs> no, Channing, dude. Channing. Of course I haven't seen Magic Mike. Oh. Don't ask me like that. You didn't come prepared. <laughs> you didn't come prepared. <laughs> I didn't do the research, bro. We gotta bring him back. I've we'll been to hard body. I've seen the real thing, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I I did the the, We're the street watch Magic research. Mike one and two. Yeah, absolutely not, Taylor. Acid test. <laughs> <laughs> the breakaway pants, dude. That's oh, when. Yeah. That's when you know you've arrived. That's when you've arrived. What color were yours? Is there I like had, a ceremony I had, I had for like it? Like military pants. I had jeans. I because I'd have to do cop routines, construction. My favorite routine was my construction act, and that that shit was fun. Construction guy. Well, yeah, I'd come out and just nailing, just nailing no, the I ladies. Big, I had my big hammer, <laughs> and I was <laughs> Which one are we to thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs> oh, oh, nice, dude. Dun, dun. And then I'd pull it in and just fuck. Thunder. Yeah. And then, you know, and then after that, you come out with fire, your, your, my hands would be on fire. I'd have my fire staff and they would just be like, oh my God, fucking just take it. You know what I mean? It's so, just, that, okay. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. So the whole hammer thing and you were jerking off a hammer. That's what, that was, that's, that's what. Well, you do yeah. a lot of sexual, uh, like innuendos. Act, yeah. Yeah. But the fire hands. Yeah, you hey, hang on. My hands are on fire. I, so you you literally lit yourself on fire for these well, shows? I, so I do, do fire. I do fire shows. Yeah, I manipulate fire. Or I would. Okay, so we had this thing called fire pole. You swing fire. I would do that. Okay. And then I would do a staff. Like I'd spin my staff. And then I also had hand torches, and I would play with those. I just love what? fire. I love fire. I love fire since I was a kid. Pyromaniac, Pyromaniac dude. For sure. Have you ever hurt yourself doing that? Oh yeah. So look at all the tattoos on this hand, how they're melted off. Yeah. Oh these no used to be shit. Awesome tattoos that have been melted off and over just, the years. You just burned your skin off completely with your fire I used to play. walk around with third degree burns all the time during when I was still a rookie at it. And then I just got to a place shit. where I just got okay enough to where I stopped at least burning myself. Dang, dude, that's that's wild. Yeah. Have you ever done like pyrotechnic type stuff like that, Josh, on stage? Uh, I had sparklers once. Wow, that's pretty cool too. That's yeah. dangerous. Did have, also, did you have birthday candles on your cake too? <laughs> uh, my nipples. And I came out. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's that's good. I yeah. think we should. I think we should do a show where we we incorporate pyrotechnics, but like really lame pyrotechnics. <laughs> so it's more sparklers. Yeah, like sparklers and candles. Right. Maybe the LED kind. Honestly, oh, let's like let's go. be real safe. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um. What I, th this is. This is a question I wanted to ask the the entire time. <laughs> Don't deep throat the microphone, easy. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what is if, if you had to? Pick, I know a ton of crazy stuff happened to you in the club while you were a dancer. If you had to pick one instance, like what was the craziest thing that happened to you in the club while you were still working? Like when you were at the top of your game. It happened to me. Mm -hmm. Like okay, so it happened to me. Yeah. Um. I did this amazing fucking spin pirouette and knocked the chick out. <laughs> with your penis? To. No. Was it with your, was it with your penis? With his hammer. <laughs> I just, it was bad, but it, but the, the reason it was so crazy to me is because like I had, I'm a, I was surrounded by all this women and money and I'm just trying to look cool and do be a success. And yeah. I do this badass spin with my big ass boots. I wear size 16. So oh I, my swing, God. I, swing this, I swing this foot around and it, this poor girl, she's got like, yeah, doing this. Her name was Tiffany. She's the sweetest oh, thing in the Tiffany. world. And I just fucking boom, KO'd her. She just laid out. Oh, no. Everybody just like, it was like, ir, ir, stop it. 
it was the whole club was booming and it got quiet, bro. The DJ stopped the music. No way. I jump off the stage because I'm feeling like a total douche. And then everybody's <laughs> gathering around her. Her friends lift her body up. She, she comes to as soon as she's erect. And then she just starts throwing her money at me. She has, she has no idea she was just knocked out. That's a real one right that there, dude. That was the coolest thing. So I don't know what happened, but here's dude, my money. Yeah. Take it, baby. Oh my, God. my face hurts. Yeah. Have my money. Yeah. Dude, that's great. She thought it was, she thought it was your dick. That's why. <laughs> yeah, she thought it was. He does have a massive foot. Okay, wow, Taylor, can you keep your eyes above the table? Wow, dude. Looking at real it's feet. Like a <laughs> <laughs> Not, my skis. Not as. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Straight to jail. Okay, so that's the craziest <laughs> thing that happened to you. What's your What's your craziest? Uh, I guess just overall experience working in the club like that. Well, a few times we'd have jealous husbands come in at gunpoint, try to shoot us and shit. In fact, um, we almost got shot. Me and my boy Alejandro, we were all there, but this guy came in wasted and was he was waving his big rifle around and trying to kill us, and that was crazy. What? I remember looking down off the. We had an indoor balcony where the GM. Our real deal, Jimmy Steele, he was our dance manager. Okay. Or the owner, sorry. He was club owner. Amazing dude. Um, he would like to watch like the overlord over the <laughs> right, yeah. see the entire, everything that's going on. He could His see His domain, it. my kingdom. Well, yeah, I mean, because I was such a big shot. My kingdom yeah. of hot boys. I would like to go out there and I would like to overwatch. <laughs> of course. I was like Game of Thrones, you know, just fucking my kingdom. <laughs> fucking peasants. Winter is coming. Yeah. You Winter, bitches. Yeah. No, I would. I would. I would go out there. I'll never forget towards the end when I was like towards my bottom anyway, I remember looking down and one of my boys was in a, I guess he was wasted. The girls had got him all fucked up. He was supposed to be doing a lap dance, but he has this big old broad bent over and he's just getting fucking her in the, in the lap dance booth for doggy. And she's a, Big girl. Like, really? Yeah, he was getting after it. And I'm like, this is in public. Like, we're surrounded. <laughs> Our people we're watching. All, yeah, He's we're in all, his tower. This is a packed club. And I'm looking down at my boy, like, insert, exit, insert, exit. And, like, and I'm just like, bro, what? What and the that's hell? What, that's what I knew. Like, I, I made it. This is it. You know, but stuff like that happened all the time. I'd go to my locker, and one of my boys would be on the other side of the locker getting down with some chick right there on the stairwell. Like, it was just... It was a everything you could imagine, but worse. Okay, people don't understand that women are just as animalistic as dudes are, bro. I would. It's crazy. I would raise that bar. That more women are more animalistic well, than guys are. Well, I mean, that would that would be subjective, right? So I can only tell you from what I've experienced, right? And so I've never been around. Well, I have, but not like at the level of a female dancer. She'd mm -hmm. be able to answer accurately. Like, yeah. they, they, it's got to be scarier for them. I have an idea. Oh, I already have the idea. <laughs> it's got to be scarier. Because, yeah. you know, women, if there's a big jack dude that's not got, that doesn't have good mental health and he's trying to rape a woman, that's got to be terrifying for her. See, no, oh, yeah. what's a girl's not going to like rob my dick and take me home and beat me and rape me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. However, uh, I did have a girl try, drug me one time, and that was horrible. You got roofied? I got whatever it was. How it was many horrible. did she have to use? You were a giant man. <laughs> a lot. And then her, I was, I was dancing at a gay bar trying Asking to make Asking for a friend, Taylor. Yeah. he just has to be around me and I would pass out. He's yeah. like, I need 20. It sucked, man. I remember, oh, yeah. I remember my mind was present, but my body, I couldn't move it. Mm -hmm. And she was just going to town. And I People was like. People suck, dude. It sucked, man. Oh, dude, that, that happened there's to me. So many, but you're not allowed to talk about that kind of stuff. That's you know what I mean? No, of course crazy. not. It broke my fucking heart because I was so angry and I was powerless. So I was like, I remember yeah. seeing it too. Like, I'm like conscious for this experience, but I'm not. That's so I scary. I, I couldn't move or talk. I just remember like, fuck. Holy fuck. shit, dude. Yeah. But here, but I mean. It was horrible. I feel like the, the things that you've come through now, where you are now, I'm proud of you, dude, because I've known you for a long time. Hell I've yeah, known you for. Thank nine you. years, right? We've known each other for nine years. It's been over a decade now. Yeah. And I mean, it's just so fucking cool seeing where you've seen where you've arrived. So that's, I'm proud of you, man. This is good Thank shit. You, I appreciate and it. the idea, yeah, Shane. applause break. There Stop. you go. Yeah. There, there's our fake studio applause <laughs> for Shane, my guy. <laughs> uh, and, and the idea, what I want to do at some point is, is bring you back and get one of my other friends who is a female dancer. And just kind of have y'all compare notes. I'm just gonna sit back and listen, and right I'm taking probably come. Spot. I'll probably come. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's what's gonna happen. That's that's part of the problem, Davey. You're is part that? of the problem. <laughs> that's not the yeah, they're not a piece of meat, bro. These hey, are people. If you're still hanging out in the chat, uh, throw a like on the video if you could. I'll, of course, if you're not following already, go ahead and subscribe. Share the video for us. That would be uh, that'd be super dope. Shane, do you have anything coming up that you want to promote? Uh, I know you've got that show tomorrow. Anything else where people no. can find you or? 
I mean, check you out or whatever. I'm okay, man. I like you know, I like being off the radar. <laughs> Stay low key. Yeah. Stay low key. All right, my time right. will come. That's it. Hey, my that's me, that's all there is to it. Follow me. No, <laughs> follow Taylor Bailey. Whoever she could be dancing soon. Follow me. <laughs> Josh, what shows do you have coming up, man? Uh, this weekend I'll be in Austin, Texas, November 26th. Uh, Monks Jazz. Also check out ComedyFrequency.com, and you can submit your sketch to. Battle of the Sketches on Film Freeway. That's right. You're doing Battle of the Sketches coming up. $500 cash prize for the winner, right? Correct. Y'all jump on it. That's that's easy money, dude. It's easy money. Just make something funny. You know? You that's it. I mean, Shane, we you could probably do that. You could probably, I mean, you do video editing. You could do a little Battle of the Sketches entry and maybe win 500 bucks, dude. Okay. Maybe you do a little dance or something. I don't know. <laughs> Josh would love we to. Josh would love dances. to receive. He would love to receive that uh, that particular submission. I'm sure. Davey watches all the films. That's why. No, that's not true. I've never <laughs> done that. Mm -mm. I don't. I don't. I don't screen submissions at all. Um, I'm gonna be at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club this weekend, all weekend, uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday with my guy Francisco Ramos. That's gonna be a fun time. And then uh, November 13th. I'm going to be at Upstage Comedy Lounge. Yeah, with, there, uh, Edward. No, you're off the show. Remember, I told you about that. No, that I'm you on the show. got canceled from the show. No, nope, still on the show. Canceled. You're not on the flyer. He's not on the flyer. And he's not <laughs> at the show. Reel it in. And then I'll be back at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club on uh, Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving. That's November 23rd for Friends with Davey Friendsgiving. And we're going to have... Should Taylor do the intro? Duh, she should not. Chat, she probably... <laughs> <laughs> pull the chat real quick. No, I'm saying, Shane, go ahead and pull that chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> drop your poll in the chat, you know? Uh, but yeah. So, uh, your <laughs> so... You are a hoot. <laughs> come come see guy. Friends with Davey the night before Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving, that's going to be a fun time. Stop Friends with Davey without... Taylor. Okay, well, we'll see about that. You know, maybe Taylor will be a surprise guest. We don't know. You were surprised tonight. It's a big I surprise for everybody. Myself. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, every day, every day, I am surprised that we are still friends. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, thanks so much for hanging out. I love you so much. We'll be back next week with another special guest. Shane, thanks so much for being here, dude. Absolutely. You're bro. amazing. Thank You're you. one of my greatest friends, and uh, we'll hang out after this and get into the real bro, shit. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, bro. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Secret Service team, the Eagle has landed and is making his way down the helicopter stairs.